Andrew Savile, Guy Havel with us. Morning, fellas. Good morning, Michael. So what happens if Wales go on to beat Australia, which is happening as we speak? Eddie's gone, but he's probably okay because he's already been on the Zoom, Andrew, for the job in Japan. Is that how this is unfolding? <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? That kidding does me? Sum up, that, that does sum up Eddie Jones, doesn't it? Um, he's, he's after number one. I quite like the guy. You know, I've interviewed him a number of times over the years and always got on with him well. He always shakes the hand at the end of a, end of a dust-up or a bout. But clearly he ain't working with this Australian team. They're already 7-0 down against Wales after seven minutes. And we've seen uh, probably more ball movement in this first seven minutes of this game compared to yesterday's game. From a media point of view, I quite like him as well. But you wouldn't want to be his boss, would you? No. Bloody hell, he'd do anything on you. Why do the same, Andrew, why do the same people keep going round and round in circles and getting the same jobs? Yeah, it's a little bit like English English football where a manager yeah. gets sacked and then the next week he turns up at another club even though the guy probably can't coach or manage properly. Um, Eddie, Eddie has had quite a lot of success. You know, the Japan win over South Africa sticks in my mind and other, other successes yeah, over the years. a single game like years yeah, ago. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but other campaigns with other teams and Super Rugby and International Rugby. But I don't know if his coaching style or whatever he does behind closed doors works anymore. No. Why, why would you clear out a number of experienced Australians on the eve of the World Cup? Good I question. didn't get that. Good question. didn't get that at all. What, what did we learn, Guy, over the weekend? I mean, England, England beat Chile 71-0. I mean, what, what, what do you learn from that? But France beat Namibia a million to nil. What, what's, well, yeah. what, what's the point of any of that? No, th- those games are pointless, and I think that's where the Rugby World Cup um, loses momentum or loses interest for a lot of people is, is these kind of mid-pool games where there are so many of them that the result is already decided. We did, however, learn that Ireland and South Africa are going to be incredibly tough, or Ireland probably looking like now, for the All Blacks to beat in that quarterfinal. Was that a good uh, game, though? I thought it was. Did you? Okay. They, they, yeah, I thought they threw I thought it everything. was a bit old world northern day. hemisphere. It was, yeah, but that's, that's, yeah, but that's, it had that's everything. how these teams win now, mate, and that's how they're going to yeah. win at the World yeah. Cup. The All Blacks are probably yeah. against, the All Blacks are probably going to play Ireland, right? And I saw in large patches yesterday, I thought, oh, I don't know if the All Blacks have got too much to worry about. However, getting through the Irish defence is going to take yeah. a lot of skill, a lot of patience, which you hope the All Black team has in a couple of weeks, because it looks That's like it. they will face Ireland. Right. Attack-wise, yeah, they might have been a bit off Ireland and South Africa, actually, but the defence in that game was just brutal. Mm. And I don't know if the All Blacks have enough... Um, strings to their bow when it comes to attack to, to be able to break defence. So we're right gone now. at the quarters, you reckon, sure. Guy? Well, I would say that right now, Ireland will be the favourite. If, if it is indeed Ireland against the All Blacks, I would say that Ireland will be the favourite. Not an impossible task. It is not an impossible task, no. but it is going to be a lot harder than other quarterfinals the All Blacks have played. You, you, you would hope, mate, you'd assume, well, you'd assume that the All Blacks coaching staff watched that game yesterday morning and thought, right, we need to get a kicking game that's spot on, kick for territory, not necessarily try to score seven, eight tries in one game, uh, but have patience, uh, try and wear the Irish down at set piece, which is a, which is a huge, huge ask, huge assignment. Um, the All Blacks definitely have a chance. You'd okay. like to think they'll use as motivation as well the fact that the Irish seems to have the, seem to have had the All Blacks number over the last few years. They've used that as motivation as well. A quick question on the Italy, Italy um, Uruguay. Did we learn anything from either of those two given we're going to play them? No. Right. So we'll beat them both and beat them both yeah. easily. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. How big then, let me ask you this, Andrew, how big is the malaise that sweeps across the country if we come home after the quarters? Mm. Well, I think 
Uh, I mean, they've solved the coaching problem, haven't they? Because that'll be the first thing you do. You go faster, and so they've already done that. So, yep. I I I think um, heads may well roll higher up for the way they treated Ian Foster, the way they ran that um, appointment process, and then others might say, well, maybe Scott Robertson should have got an earlier, and so heads should roll over that. I wouldn't be surprised about a final. Lot of head rolling there, Andrew. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised about Jeez, that. Point. I wouldn't be surprised about that point. Although I don't think the country would go into meltdown like they usually have. No, I, they I wouldn't go into meltdown because the expectation's so low. But because yeah. the expectation's so low, that's that's not a good sign. We're a we're a country that should be better oh, than that. So very very true. But I don't think people will care as much if if the All Blacks don't make it out. It don't make it further than the quarterfinals. Yeah. See, it's just like the Warriors over the weekend. I I, I don't think that people are disappointed because I mean, on, it, if you were impartial, you could see it coming. I mean, to beat well, we Brisbane said, would have been well, little you, short you of a miracle. You disagree with us last week, but I said it last week that the top four finish, top three or four finish, you'd, you'd take that at the start of the season. That's yeah. what happened with yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, but it's just my, my sadness in that is that, that when you've done so well, uh, really you're there to win at the I end of the day. Unless you win the competition, it's nothing, gas. is it? I think they ran out of gas physically and mentally, mate. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. And, well, and I, I, The only I difference I will say, the only thing about it that I will say is that if we'd got within a point... You know, you think, geez, it could have been. Whereas it, it, we we played up to expectation, they played up to expectation, yeah. and they will play the best team in the competition, and presumably and, that team will win. And I think we saw on Saturday night the Warriors level. That's about, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they're better than a 30-point loss to the Broncos, but that's about the level. Yeah, you look at that Penrith Panthers team on Friday night. They're all freaks. It's like they, it's like they were playing rugby league uh, with, the, with the vision sped up. Yep. That's how good they yeah, are. They're incredible. They're, yeah, they are. We should have held on to Ivan Cleary. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we would have Webster. had a son. Andrew Webster's doing a pretty good bloody job, though. If he Great doesn't job. win Coach of the Year this week at, at the Deli M Awards, he should do. Wrong we should get a couple of Deli M's. I'd be surprised if Johnson doesn't win, and I'd be very surprised if Webster doesn't win. And Dallin, maybe Dallin Martini. Maybe Dallin Martini. If they had a video or you know spectacular try of the year competition... He would win that. Guy, did you watch the racing in Japan? How good was it to watch the racing in Japan at a time zone and a time mm-hmm. that was convenient yeah. to us all? Yeah, so nice. And um, we've got a few few weeks of that coming up. They go to Qatar next, so that won't be ideal. But then after that, I think it's the States, Mexico, Brazil, not necessarily in that order. And then Las Vegas, which is at 7 p.m. our time. So there's quite a few races coming up, which is which are in our time zone. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, not Well, not the most... Uh, amazing race, exciting race, but um, another strong performance from William Lawson. And uh, can't remember the name of the guy who he had on just before the eight o'clock news. James. He, he he has my theory uh, that I was going to raise today that I think Red Bull might be looking at Perez and seeing if he can pull finger in these last few. Yeah, races. but the, yeah, but but you would have heard my problem with that. There's, that's fine, and that was the original theory, which was uh, Ricardo's there to put pressure on Perez. But what if Perez is good and he stands up to it, and they've got Ricardo still stuck in Alpha Tauri? Well, then, I, then it's unfortunate for Liam Lawson, isn't yeah. it? And he probably has to look elsewhere. I think that's 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 what I reckon is happening at the moment. Yeah, because Perez has, has not been going very well in, in recent times, um, and yesterday was was a disaster for him. You so, can do, yeah.
You can be guaranteed there'll be more twists and turns before the end of the year and before next season, yeah. surely, Mike. What saddens um, me, Andrew, Liam Lawson, What saddens me is that, that Sonoda's there because he's got Honda. It's yep. That's what it boils yep. down yep. to. And it's, the it's, Japanese yep. market, as we saw yesterday, yep. is massive, isn't it? Obviously. That's yeah. why Logan Sargent is Yeah, but Logan American Sargent, how America's can Americans watch Logan Sargent when he's barely on the track because the well, car's in pieces? Well, prob- probably not now, but it, it would have added interest at the start of the season. I mean, Lawson's a much better driver than... Yeah, Basic and that's he, that's he, that's the he, antithesis of what he's sport got is. Management, Mike. He, he just needs patience, and yeah. yes, he's twenty-one. He won't want to be patient for the next five or ten years like this, but he has to be at the moment. Yeah, I, I get it, and and he will he's get there, and I understand. Is he? But what I like about it, if there's an upside to this, at least he will go in when he goes in experienced, as opposed to yeah, just yeah, being yeah. literally dropped in with no idea what's going on. Yeah. He could be, Must be in any team now and have some confidence that he knows what he's doing. He's been there, done that. So yeah, he's yep. got he's got Qatar and and maybe you know who, who knows how bad Ricardo is. Maybe he goes on past Qatar. But but it's the antithesis of sport though, and what we understand sport to be: the best at the elite level get the break, don't they? If you're good, you win. Yeah. Where except in F1, where apparently if you're good, uh, the other guy's got some dough or dad owns the company. Right. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> I mean, if you line up the best twenty drivers in the world, you reckon Lance Stroll's in there? I doubt it. Uh, no. Do you reckon Mazepin no. was one of the best 20 in the world? I doubt it. I mean, it's just... Joe Guan Yu. Joe Guan Yu, exactly. He's for the Chinese market. I doubt it. Uh, the supercar's going to Taupo is exciting, don't you think, though? Well, it's just good that they've got a New Zealand home again because uh, there was, I suppose, a little bit of concern once they left Pukekohe that uh, that might not happen. I've never been to the Taupo track. Don't know, uh, good track. Don't know what it's, it's like, but... Um, for that area, for that area, area, it's going to be huge, Mike. You know, 9,000 visitor nights. Fans. Yeah. I would be buying shares in a Tapo bar right now. <laughs> or a B&B. B&B, a B&B, a B&B. Yeah. You've probably spent enough money at those bars to have shares anyway, haven't you, Andrew? We should probably all chip in and buy a hot chip van, and we'll go down there for the weekend. <laughs> I tell you what, some hot chips, a little hole-in-one, you know, the hole-in-one on the lakefront there. I hired last time I was in Taupo, I hired, what are those things that you stand on that you lean forward and go forward on with the wheels? Like the Segway. Segway, yeah, I hired a Segway. They're stupid. A ladder. I can see why, the, I can see why they never <laughs> took off. You know how some things you do in life, you think, oh, yeah, I can see why this is popular. I jumped on a Segway, I thought, these are dumb. No wonder these have never taken off. And so oh, I had like 10 or 15 minutes or maybe half an hour to hire it. And after three minutes, I got off and I thought, this is stupid. And that was it. And walked away. Didn't get a refund. Why would you want to do that? Well, because it was there. It was stuff to do in Taupo. They said, you know, you play a mini golfer next door with a Segways. And so you do some Segways. You seem low risk to me. You have over the years. Well, I did hold in one. That's high risk. Did you get it in on one shot? You would have, Of course not. Of course not. That's rigged, by the way, that whole thing. Because I'm, well, because I, I'm, I'm a reasonable, was a reasonable golfer, and I thought you need height to land it and stop it. And unless you're John Daly, you, don't, you can't get a club that gives you enough height, so you go length and, and length that never stops. So you can't get the hole in one. What, how, how far is it? It's about 160 odd metres, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. For 160, you need a yeah. seven minimum, and into the wind, you need a five. You can't stop a five on a small green. Ryan Fox will tell yeah. you that. Thanks, thanks, Tiger. But you hadn't played golf for a very long time, had you, before you swung that club again? Yeah, but the memories are still memories are still good, Andrew. You've always had noisy hips. That's why I knew you wouldn't make it as a golfer. <laughs> nice to see you, Andrew Savile and Guy Havel. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.